Welcome to the Work Camper Show, a podcast devoted to helping you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. I'm Steve Anderson, the president of Work Camper News. Each one of our episodes will either introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to opportunities to work short-term jobs. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. Thank you, Steve. Today I'll be speaking with a woman who works as a functional nutritionist to help people regain and maintain a diet necessary to enjoy a long and active life. Today's episode is sponsored by The Dreamer's Journey. It's an online course and community produced by Work Camper Luz. Life is way too short to keep your dreams on hold, so don't be held back by fear because you were designed for more. Get started in the RV lifestyle the right way with this comprehensive guide. For just $29.95 for one year of access, Dreamers have unlimited viewing of 50-plus videos to learn things like what type of RV to buy, goal setting, how to budget for the adventure, developing a positive mindset, setting up a domicile, and operating a small business on the road, plus everything about work camping and how to find the right job for you. Each video is 30 to 90 minutes long to give an in-depth coverage on every topic. There's no wrong time to get started, so for more information, visit www.rvdreamersjourney.com. Frankie Lee is the founder of Radiate Wellness. It is an online platform devoted to helping people understand the underlying causes of what makes them feel less than optimal. The firm addresses things like gut health, hormonal health, and digestive concerns, to help people get to the bottom of what's preventing them from enjoying the quality of life they desire. In her own journey toward better health, Frankie found there are a lot of gaps regarding the type of information available to help people understand how to better take care of themselves. There are a lot of specialists who focus on one area of the body, such as gastrointestinal health, but the specialists don't communicate well with one another to improve a patient's overall health. Frankie wanted to make nutrition the cornerstone of a healthy lifestyle. As a functional nutritionist, she examines a person's diet, habits, lifestyle, and routines to help develop an individualized plan to address their symptoms. A person's problems may not be entirely due to a lack of proper nutrition because other stressors in their lives may come into play. So by analyzing lab results and listening to what patients are trying to describe, Frankie develops a plan to build a stronger foundation for their health and improve their overall immune system. One of the key services she offers is to help people better understand how their bodies work and, more importantly, how their bodies communicate problems that need to be addressed. It's sometimes difficult for work campers to maintain a healthy diet, especially when traveling. To give us suggestions on ways to do that, please welcome functional nutritionist Frankie Lee, with Radiate Wellness to the show. Thank you for joining me today, Frankie. I appreciate the time. So you founded Radiate Wellness. Tell us what that is and what it's all about. Yes, so Radiate Wellness is an online healthcare platform. So we provide services for people living throughout the United States that are interested in getting to the underlying causes of their symptoms. So we address things like gut health, hormonal health, digestive concerns to get to the bottom of what are causing people to not have quality of life that they're wanting. 
That's a big thing now. A lot of people, it seems, are having some sort of problem with food, whether it's gluten or lactose or whatever the case might be. So how'd you come up with this idea? So in my own journey with my health, I found that there was a lot of gaps in what was out there in terms of healthcare. There's a lot of specialists that maybe focus on inflammation in different ways or maybe a GI specialist or things like this, but they don't necessarily communicate with one another very well. So I found that in my own journey, trying to find someone who could advocate for my overall health with nutrition as a cornerstone and with gut health as a foundation was really hard to find. Even though I live in Portland, Oregon, and there's tons of integrative care options here, it was still difficult to find someone who was able to really step up and be in the, my corner when I was having my own health issues in the past. So because of that, I really saw this need in a way that nutrition and functional nutrition could come in and be able to really support people in a different way and really provide a different form of healthcare. And by functional nutrition, what do you mean by that? Great question. So functional nutrition is basically everything you can th you think of when the, you think of the word nutritionist, right? So nutritionist, the things that probably come to mind for people are diet, habit changing, lifestyle, health, how to get new routines, how to build a recipe, right? So we do all of that for our clients, but the functional part of it is that we actually advance labs as well. So all of our recommendations that we make for people that are working with us long-term are based on their lab results. So we're able to really do a deeper dive to understand what's going on with each client's physiology, their issues that they may be having that are underlying their symptoms, and be able to create plans that are really specific just for them. So the advanced testing is a part of that functional nutrition side of things. It's also re recognizing that it's not always about the diagnosis, right? That it's about what are the underlying stressors that may be going on in someone's health that are causing symptoms to spiral out of control. I think that's very important because a lot of medicine today is about addressing symptoms and not the root cause. So when you're talking about healthy gut, you're not looking at me and saying, dude, you need to get your gut healthy. It's just the interior, the intestines, and how the entire system works, not the weight that you're carrying around the front. Is that Exactly. So we need good gut health for a lot of different reasons in the body. So I like to think about it in terms of that foundation of our health, what builds our ability to absorb nutrients from the food, right? So it's not even just about what we eat, but how well is our gut able to break down food, absorb well from food, get the nutrients and vitamins that we're going for when we eat a good meal. That's a big part of gut health. There's also our immune system living in our gut which I think so many of us have become more aware of over the last few years, but 70% of our immune system is actually housed in our gut. So if we have good digestive function, then we're going to have much better immune resilience. The third piece that I think is really important that gets missed a lot in kind of our education or our knowledge about our bodies is that we actually convert and release 
hormones through the digestive system. So for people that are having different levels of hormonal difficulty, hormonal imbalance, a lot of times the key to unlocking that is actually in gut health. I did not know that. That seems to be a staggering number that 70% of your immune system rests within your gut. So that leads it to me to ask a question. If I go in for a colonoscopy and they are flushing out my gut, that's not beneficial, is it? That's a really good point. And I think that there's a lot, hopefully more and more information out there from our primary care physicians and our GI specialists that are encouraging us to repopulate. <laughs> so after doing a colonoscopy, which I highly recommend using the monitoring that Western and conventional medicine allows us, but to be able to go in and repopulate and be very careful about the quality and the foods that we eat after something like that to make sure that we're rebuilding a good population, a good ecosystem in the bacteria in our gut. Now, when people are traveling, it's really hard for them to maintain good health. Do you have any suggestions on ways that they can do that to improve their gut performance and the way the whole system is supposed to work with every other system? Yes, I have a few tips that I would love to share. So one of them is to keep in mind that our gut loves warmth. And I think that one of the things that our kind of on the go, even, you know, with living on the road and grabbing things that are easy, a lot of times we end up eating a lot of cold food, right? We eat a lot of cold raw vegetables, maybe, or we yogurts and granolas or things that are maybe easy to pick up and snack on and get through to the next meal. And one of the things that we don't talk about enough in nutrition is that warmth really facilitates a good, healthy gut. So warm soups, warm broths, warm cooked foods is really helpful for increasing our absorption and our breakdown of our foods. So that's one thing to keep in mind is maybe not all three meals of the day are going to be able to be a cooked meal, but are we paying attention to getting some warmth into our gut, especially in the morning? If we think about our gut as an engine in an old truck, right? It's cold out there in the driveway when we go to start it. So we need that warmth to really rev the engine, get our digestive enzymes going, get our digestive juices going, and that'll help us feel better in our gut through the rest of the day. That's one thing that I think can be just something to pay attention to. So it's better to have a bowl of oatmeal in the morning or to cook up a nice breakfast with some eggs, et cetera, than to crack open the cold cereal and the cold milk. Absolutely. No. And because what do we most of us couple with our breakfast? A cup of coffee. And what is, and when we really, and I'm not saying that coffee needs to come off the list or not be welcomed into the breakfast program because we all love coffee. But we also want to think about that coffee really constricts the digestive system. It really shuts down our digestive function. It's one of the reasons that we don't really feel maybe we have as much of an appetite sometimes if we have coffee, right? Because it sends our body the signal, no food's coming. We're going to shut things down, shut down the digestive juices and wait until a little later. Eating first, eating warm food with that cup of coffee, we're going to be setting ourselves up much better. Is it coffee particularly because of the way that it is constructed or is it caffeine? It would be 
coffee specifically because of the acidity okay. is a bit that really contributes to that piece of it. It a little bit of the caffeine piece just because it will rev our our stress response, right? So that doesn't necessarily put us into the to the feeling in our body, hey, it's time to re- rest, relax, and digest right now. It's more of a, let's get up and go. I'm ready for the day. Yeah, absolutely. The amount of caffeine that I probably consume every day would kill lab, ra- or lab rats without a question. <laughs> so another thing that I'll throw in here that I think a couple things in terms of getting quality food while we're on the road is do some research around where your farmer's markets are, the town you're going through. If you know you're going to be hitting a town or be in a place on a weekend, there's so many more farmer's markets going on all the time. Saturdays and Sundays are a great time to catch them and really try to do that extra little footwork to be able to get some fresh quality ingredients in to make your meals from for the week. Another thing that I think gets really underutilized is going to a deli section, right? So something where you can go ahead and get pre-made foods. Maybe a little, they're going to be a little fresher than something in a package or a freezer. They're going to usually have been made that day. And you're going to be able to get a combination of vegetables, proteins, healthy fats from those deli spreads that can really be easy grab-and-go options for the rest of the week just to have those on hand. That's a very good suggestion. I saw a meme on Facebook. It was funny the other day that said that the best thing to do is to, it, rather than reading the label on your food, is to avoid foods that require labels. Would you agree with that? I would. And that's another one that comes along with that is just shopping through the periphery of the grocery store, right? Like how do we keep ourselves in the vegetables, the protein? And often the deli fits into that because it is on the border of our grocery store that we're in. And it can be a great way to getting whole foods in the diet. Is that a good way to help people who are dealing with allergies and other food issues, intolerance and things like that on the road? I Yes, absolutely. So whole foods are going to be packed full with fiber, right? They're going to be a really good stable source of carbohydrate intake. When we think about food from a zoomed out perspective, we have three main macronutrients. We have carbohydrates, we have fats, and we have proteins. And we need all of them to thrive. We need our body craves each of them for different reasons. But if we can focus on getting our carbohydrates from vegetables or whole food options, whole grain options, those are going to be really helpful from keeping our blood sugar from spiking up and dropping down. It's where we get into trouble is when we use too many processed carbohydrates, ground flours, packaged goods like that, that really cause this, the transit time to turn that into glucose in the bloodstream is very fast. And we get a spike in our glucose and then we get a crash in our glucose. Whereas vegetables and the fiber content really help things stabilize and be much more steady. Do you have any idea what's causing all the allergies that appears to be sweeping across our country right now? I think that there's a combination of more awareness, right? I actually just saw an article that came out about, I think it said eight in 10 people are experiencing bloating bloating on a daily basis. 
And I think that there's been a normalization of that, of just not feeling good in our bellies for a long time. It's just something we have to deal with. And so as awareness increases and people start to wonder, why am I feeling bad in my belly all day? And why are these things bothering me? I think it's helping us to demand a little bit more information on that. So we're hearing a lot more about food intolerances, food sensitivities. Also, I think the the way that we process, grow, and distribute gluten in the United States has had a big impact on our gut health. I hear it from clients all the time. I can go to Europe and eat pasta day in and day out, and I come back and eat pasta in the United States, and I feel terrible. Really? Um, and it's really because of a different way that we produce and then harvest and distribute gluten within the United States that is a big reason for that. So some nutritionists believe that is really at the core of what has disrupted our gut microbiome, that we've actually exposed ourselves to gluten for so long that has been disrupting our flora in our gut and causing a lot of other downstream effects. It does seem that we do eat more than our share of bread that is needed every day. Is that true? We love it at every meal, right? We want to wake up and have our bagels. We want to have it at lunch with our sandwiches, and we want to have it for pasta for dinner. And for me, I'm not one to say that gluten needs to be out for everyone or that there's a specific good and bad list of foods. But I do think that if you're struggling with digestive symptoms or struggling with a building of just a symptom set in general, that removing some of these big inflammatory foods can be a good first step. So gluten, dairy is another one, and sugar is probably the top of the list. What can we do to keep our nutritional intake high when we're traveling? So in addition to thinking about where we're sourcing our food, I think the other thing is to make sure that we're not cutting too many corners, right? Like I was saying with kind of grab-and-go foods, cold foods or things that are easy to open up a package with, We want to make sure that we're rounding out that dietary intake with enough vegetables. And this is hard to get in for everyone, but I like to remind our clients of the practice that really rooting for between five and seven cups of vegetables in a day to get good nutrient intake. Wow. (laughs) Wow is right. So if we at least know the goal, then we can gauge how close we're getting to it. And some days we're going to get closer to that than others. But if we know that the amount of vegetable intake that we need is quite high, it does, I think, encourage us to prioritize that and to get more plant-based foods on the plate. Um, Same thing with quality protein, though. I think that we get so much nutrient intake from protein, making sure We're matching our exercise that we're getting in the day with our protein intake is a big one in terms of really making sure we're supporting the things that we love. I know that many of us that are living on the road or traveling a lot or exploring and hiking and being outdoors, we're burning a lot. We are active in a lot of ways. And so making sure your protein intake is matching that level of activity, I think, is really important. And then the third macronutrient we don't want to forget about is fat. And good, healthy fats are extremely useful in the diet. 
against what we learned in the 90s, against the popular beliefs that we learned in the 90s that fats were dangerous or, or something we should be avoiding. Fats are actually incredibly important for our satiation, for feeling full and feeling like we've gotten satiated from a meal. So we're not then going for the pretzel bag right afterwards. And they also are what feed our brain. So our brain is coated in fat and is it loves to uptake fat. So cognitive function, keeping our cognitive function has a lot to do with the fats that we eat in the diet. What is an example of a healthy fat? And where does ice cream fit into that? <laughs> You're like, can we please push for ice cream to be <laughs> yes. on? The things that come to mind for me are, there's a great acronym called SMASH. So SMASH FISH. So if you just remember the acronym SMASH, it's sardines, mackerel, anchovies, salmon, and herring. So some of those fish that come, stinky little fish that come in the can, those types of things, those are amazing sources of fat and also really great for an on-the-road lifestyle that you can get them anywhere. They're easy to incorporate into the diet. So smash fish are probably the number one source for healthy fats, making sure you're getting a good amount of them in the weekly diet. Nuts and seeds are another great one. It could come in the form of a nut mix or a trail mix, something like that has a good amount of nuts and seeds in it. And then avocados are another great source. So they're one that we hear a lot about. And coconut. So whether that is coconut milk, coconut oil, cooking with coconut oil, that's another a good source to have. I know a lot of people take supplements like fish oil. Is that really beneficial for them to do that? Or is that caving into this idea that we can improve our health by medication and by supplements alone? I think if you are struggling with inflammation, when I say that, I mean, if you are struggling with pain, achiness, things like osteoarthritis, things that are really uh, being maybe worsened over time because our joints are getting more sore or our joints are getting less lubricated. That's where I think fish oil can be really helpful because you're getting such a big dose of it and it can be really helpful for that inflammate, that level of inflammation. I always encourage clients to get from their food first and then use it as a true supplement, right? Supplement to the foods that you're eating. So it's never going to be enough to just do fish oil. We do need to get those food sources in as well. So it's not, it is a supplement, not a food replacement. Exactly. Very good. One of the problems that I think a lot of people have in RVing is that they tend to let their healthcare program fall to the wayside while they're traveling because they're away from their doctors and things like that. So they don't have those regular checkups. Is there something that they can do to be more aware of that or to be more proactive when it comes to healthcare on the road? Absolutely. They they can definitely reach out to the myriad of the people that are doing more telehealth options. And that's what we do at Radiate Wellness. We provide all of our sessions for our clients via Zoom meetings or phone calls because we realize not only are people on the go busy in their day-to-day lives, but that healthcare needs to be delivered differently in order for people to have accountability and consistency. One of the programs that we offer is 
a six-month functional reset, and that allows our clients to meet with us every two weeks. They also get their advanced testing that they need to have done, and kits can be sent directly to them to be able to get those results to follow through on their recommendations specific to their physiology. And I, what I hear over and over is that it's that ability to have someone that you know you can turn to and that you're going to see them in two weeks. And that's going to help people stay on track and really not only change habits or make healthier choices, but maybe even get into advanced testing that they've never had done before that could really unpack for them what are these underlying causes of the symptoms that they're having. For most of us, even if we go, we do have a PCP and we maybe see them once a year. Primary care physician. Yes, Yes. primary care physician. We are really only getting the same panel of blood work done every year. And oftentimes we're told, here's, there's nothing in your blood work or your blood work looks normal or maybe your cholesterol is getting a little high. Let's give you a medication for that. So there's these things that get routinely checked. But for someone who's experiencing a lot of symptoms or they feel that their health is just not what it used to be and they're really wanting to prevent chronic disease in the future, having someone that can get go deeper, dive deeper, do some advanced testing for them could be really life-changing. So that's something that I would say with Radiate Wellness in particular, we really are trying to meet the healthcare need and do it differently. What When you talk about advanced tests, what are you talking about? What can people do for advanced testing on the road? Does that mean going into a lab to get tests done? Or do you send a kit and they're picking and probing themselves and then reporting the results? There is some pricking and probing involved in advanced testing. But this is what makes it so efficient and inconvenient is that, yes, we can send test kits directly to our clients. And just to name a few of the advanced tests that we do on a regular basis, we do full stool testing, sending in a stool sample so that we can really understand the makeup of what's going on in your microbiome, what pathogens maybe, especially with traveling, picking things up along the way is very common. So making sure there's no pathogens lingering that could be disrupting your health foundation. We also are able to see in that gut test what is going on with your enzyme levels, how well you're absorbing your fats in your diet, is there any inflammation in the bowel. So we get a lot of information from one test kit. Another one that we run for nearly all of our clients is a hormone analysis, which can be done via urine. And we're looking at your stress levels, how your body's responding to stress, and also things like your estrogen, progesterone, testosterone levels. I think of hormones, it's how we show up in the world. They make everything happen in our bodies. We really want to know what's going on with them. Food intolerance testing. We check for 197 foods based on a single blood prick to the finger. And we take a blood sample that way and we're able to get a clear map, clear determination of what foods are causing inflammation and what foods need to be avoided. So those are some of the main, most important test kits that we do for nearly every client. There is some blood work that we will order that is specific to thyroid health. 
or blood work that maybe isn't routinely run by your medical practitioner that we need to get a little bit more insight on. So things like that can cause fatigue, right? So low vitamin D levels, your B levels, your iron storage levels, things like that, that really are big for fatigue. We'll look at those too. And that can be done just by taking an order into a lab core. So you don't have to have one specific hospital that you're going to. You can go to a lab core, which are throughout the United States. Now, I think those tests would be very eye-opening, especially when you're talking about the full stool test, because many times when people go in and they have to do that kind of stuff, they're just looking for blood to indicate that there is a like a problem or a cancer or something like that. They're not going into any of the details that you had mentioned. So that would be, I would think, very enlightening for people to know what's going on inside their gut. Yeah, another one of my favorite acronyms is actually using the word hidden. So hidden stressors. What are the hidden stressors or the hidden things that are growing on inside the body that we need to use advanced testing for? And if you use that word hidden, it's a really good way of doing a little audit on what you know about your body. What do you know about your hormones? What do you know about your immune system? What do you know about your digestion? What do you know about your detoxification? What do you know about your energy production? And what do you know about how your nervous system is responding to stress? Wow. Most of that is hidden within me because I don't have a clue what that would be. So that's why an organization like Hidden or Radiate Wellness would help because you are not just a nutritionist telling people how to fix meals nutritionally and things like that. You are a functional nutritionist, which is looking at the entire system. The body is a system and how food interacts and, and plays such a role in maintaining that and healing the damage that we have done by the foods that we've eaten in the past. Am I correct in that? Absolutely. Super. And so if people wanted more information about Radiate Wellness and what you can do, where can they get that? So our website is radiate-wellness.com. That's a great place to get an understanding of all of our offerings. Whether you just are looking for a package of nutrition sessions to clean up what's going on in your diet, or if you want that full six-month integrated approach where you're getting your testing done as well, we have a lot of different options. We are always also offering some free programs here and there for people to kick off things like their metabolism or kick off things in terms of understanding a little bit more about how sugar plays a role. So if our website is always full of all of our offerings and what you can, how you can get involved. What are some of the costs associated with that as far as getting the testing done? Is this going to be super, super expensive that we're going to have to rely on insurance to help provide the coverage for that? It's a great question, Greg. So one of the ways that you can use insurance to do things like advanced testing or something like our six-month functional reset is to use your HSA or FSA. So it's our option of how do we spend our healthcare dollars that we have more control over. So as of when we're recording this now today, healthcare doesn't really recognize nutrition as a coverable cost which I think after just our conversation today, we can all shake our heads and say that's ridiculous. But in terms of using our healthcare dollars, if you have an HSA or an FSA, that's a great way to apply it. Advanced testing is going to be between 
anywhere from $250 to $450 per test. So we wrap all of that together to provide a option for people to have all of their consultations covered over that six months, as well as all their testing to be able to really make the best value of that investment of time and that investment of finances during the six months. Um, so it's definitely, I think, a perspective shift that people have to make around, I pay my premium or I pay my insurance every month and I want to get the most out of that. This is more of what do we need to do to go above and beyond what healthcare programs or healthcare insurance is offering to really be able to be preventative and empowered in our own health and what's going on in our body. Exactly. Because like I had said earlier, the it seems that the medical system, medical profession is moving toward treating symptoms and not the root causes of the problems. And so it's through the only way to identify those root causes is by doing these kind of advanced tests and talking to people like you. And being able to get a plan that's really specific to what your health care needs are. Everybody that comes to work with us has their whole own relationship with food and their whole history with food. And so we take that into consideration and different people are going to need different levels of support around change, around implementation. So that close-knit relationship has so much to do with the results that we get. Super. Thank you very much for taking the time today to talk about all of this, Frankie. It's enlightening, let's just say, for a guy who weighs way more than he should and realizes that he needs to make some changes, it would be a good idea to go in and get those kind of testing and then to develop a plan to combat the problems that are uncovered. Again, that is radiate-wellness.com. So thank you again for being on the show. Thank you so much, Greg. It's been a pleasure. I'm thankful Frankie Lee, a functional nutritionist with Radiate Wellness, was able to come on the show to talk about the foundations for a healthy diet and lifestyle. Both work together to help work campers not only live longer lives, but also to have the energy needed to do everything they want to experience. I appreciated the tips Frankie provided to ensure our gut works well with the rest of our body to deliver more nutrients to where they're needed the most. First, we should reduce the amount of cold foods eaten every day. Warm foods like soups and cooked vegetables help the gut break down food and absorb nutrients. Next, reduce the amount of coffee consumed, especially in the morning. Frankie said coffee works to shut down digestive function because the acidity in it tells the gut there is no food coming, so it begins to shut down. Frankie suggested buying whole and unprocessed foods directly from farmer's markets or to get meats from the deli counter that are cut fresh that day without having a lot of preservatives incorporated into the foods. By focusing food selections on the periphery sections of the grocery store rather than the cans and boxes in the middle, it can work wonders to maintaining a better diet. With 8 out of 10 people experiencing bloating every day, working to get carbohydrates from vegetables and whole foods rather than processed food works to better control glucose levels in the bloodstream. Work campers should also incorporate fish, nuts, seeds, avocados, and even coconut into their diets because they deliver a lot of healthy fat the brain needs to function more efficiently. There are lots of things people can do to ensure better health. What they need is some testing to determine where there are deficiencies in their diets and then a better plan to improve nutrition, cut stress, and implement habits that ensure a healthier lifestyle. Frankie is happy to help people to do that. 
For more information and to connect with her, visit www.radiatewellness.com. Today's episode is sponsored by WorkCamper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, WorkCamper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, you'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with the community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a diamond or platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. That's all I have for this week's show. Next time I'll be speaking with a woman who is looking for work campers to help at a ranch and healing center in northern New Mexico. I'll have that interview in the next episode of The Work Camper Show. Thank you for listening.